This is episode 54 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode and find out more about our show at familylife.org. Don't hit the snooze button. Come join us. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Oh, a lot going on this time of year. Not what no, we usually not really. say. And that's <laughs> maybe not why, much at all. No, yeah. exactly. And that's maybe why you might find yourself saying, hmm, what's my hobby going to be this year? Oh. I didn't ever think about hobbies, picking up something new. That word hobby is always interesting to me because I never know how to answer it. When someone says, hey, what do you do? What, yeah. do you, what are your right. hobbies? And I'm like, uh... I don't know. I I like sports. I like to watch sports. I don't I don't feel like I really have a hobby unless that's considered a hobby. I don't the know. watching of the sport? Yeah, the, probably the watching yeah. the sport is not so much a hobby or working out. Yeah. That's not a hobby, is it? I don't know. But it I, can. I, I don't hmm. know. So I don't know how to define hobby. I don't know. Well, the official definition is an activity that you do regularly mm-hmm. in your leisure time for mm-hmm. pleasure. Okay. Well, then, And, yeah. you know, like well. some people say like, oh, reading or gardening our hobbies. But like when I garden, I do it because it like it makes the house look pretty or because I like getting the fruits and vegetables. Like I wouldn't say that it's pleasurable all the time for me. Now, Tim, I know you're like a little more geeked about gardening. So that might be brand new into it. That might be right, right. Maybe a hobby, but it's because it's like so new for me and for my wife. We're like, what? Gardens? Therese, you recently mentioned something that actually inspired me a little bit, got me thinking, and I'm I'm thinking as we actually speak now, which is sometimes Mm. dangerous, but you mentioned (laughs) uh, you getting involved with bicycles uh, and wanting to be the spokesperson. (laughs) It was a joke. I was joking about that. That's what that was. That was good. I was just... (laughs) But it got me thinking about that. It's like, oh, I've always loved helium and just maybe volunteering at a helium factory. But people say, oh, I don't want to be spoken to in that tone. Um, Yeah, they do. That's an idea that has kind of been up in the air for you for a while. Right. Right. Am I helping you Are you suggesting that these like little puns are are a hobby for you? (laughs) Oh, boy, I'm on to something. Could dad jokes be a hobby? Like, Could you be a hobbyist dad joke? I I don't know. Steve's a professional, clearly a professional of the dad jokes. Well, and that's the thing. Like, there's um, there are hobbyists, then there's amateurs, then there's professionals. Right, right. That's where a lot of people are kind of you know, doing some research on hobbies. And I remember going to the doctor, just my primary care doctor for a physical, like in my 30s, and having them ask, like, what are your hobbies? And I was like, uh, hey, I'm a mom with a full-time job. Like, yeah. what what else do you want me to do? Uh-huh. And this is the thing. They are important. They're important for our health, our mental health, our well-being. And fewer people nowadays have hobbies. And there's hmm. two key reasons. One is that we spend a lot of free time scrolling social media. And we don't realize how much of the free time that we would spend doing a hobby we spend doing that. There's also kind of this pressure with social media to always be doing something important. The other mm. thing is we live in a hustle culture where everybody sort of feels like this thing that I'm spending my time on has to be a way to make extra money. Right. And then the hobby becomes like side hustle and it's no longer just a hobby. Then you go from being a hobbyist to an amateur or right. a professional. And so it's not like just having a hobby anymore. Huh. Maybe I could see my I could I could go around cleaning mirrors. I can oh. see myself doing that. Really? 
<laughs> oh, that was another one of your jokes. You can see himself. I, see I got it. I so here's another. Actually, I think that's funny. I will give you that. Okay. That's a little funny. Um, <laughs> one expert says that not being good at a hobby can keep you from sticking with a hobby oh, because sure. if it's too frustrating or if you put too much pressure on yourself to do it well, it's probably not the hobby for you. And that's a little bit like the social media thing. It's like, well, if I decide this year I'm going to paint and my painting looks icky and I post it online and nobody says they like it, do I feel less fulfilled by my hobby? And right. I think that's the thing about hobbies is that it's the process as much as the product of it. Oh, definitely. And I think like, yeah, there's an irony to that that's really sad because the point is exactly like you're saying, Therese, it's too like you're doing it to enjoy it. You're not doing it for somebody else. That's what makes it a hobby. Right. And how are you going to get better at something that you want to do, especially if it's something you already like doing? How are you going to get better at it if you don't work through those times where, yeah, maybe this one isn't Instagram worthy? That's okay. You know, hang right. it up on your wall or maybe that one goes in the back of your closet, but keep working at it. I think that's an excellent point. Don't be discouraged by not being great at something and let that get you down on the hobby mm -hmm. thing, so to speak. For me, here's what, here, here's why I am not going to pick up a new hobby this year because I am a serial starter. I I oh. couldn't I start too many hobbies. All I need to do to be successful is to go back and like actually practice any one of the many hobbies I've started. I'm going to set the bar low though. I'm going to start with something really easy because I know I can do this and that's satisfying. Next book I pick I'll, I'll say this, the book I'm reading currently, I will finish. I always oh, thought if I, I always thought <laughs> I, I could save finish. money. I always thought I could save money uh -huh. if you do the work yourself, you know, instead of hiring yeah. somebody. So maybe I could learn how to be an electrician because I mean, I mean, everybody needs an outlet. Everybody, everybody, yes. So everybody. One needs of an the outlet. things that makes for a good hobby is that it's easy, like you mentioned, Tim. That there's a certain like kind of whimsy to doing it. The sure. other thing is that it's enjoyable. That it brings you pleasure. And I was talking to a friend of mine at lunch the other day about hobbies because I was like, I don't know, I feel like because I knew we were doing this podcast, I should come up with a hobby. And so there were two actually that we kind of zoned in on. One is hand lettering. I've known mm -hmm. calligraphy for a long time, but I would love to learn hand lettering. And I think that would be really relaxing and enjoyable. And then she said to me, why don't you do hand lettering like on your iPad? She goes, there are these really great drawing apps. And it reminded me of the Christmas card that your wife designed this oh. year, Timothy, where she created the whole thing entirely on her iPad. Yes. And I thought, yeah, I don't know what that's called, like digital drawing or digital art mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah. But I would like to be able to learn that because I think that there's some really cool creative outlets there that wouldn't require me to have like a bunch of new supplies or pens or brushes. Because like if you have your stylus and your iPad, yeah. you're like ready to go. Oh, so sure. those are the things I'm looking at this year. Oh, you just mentioned supplies. I have another idea. I could collect, start collecting uh -huh, rubber uh -huh. bands. Uh -huh. Yeah, am you I, could. Wait yeah. a minute. Am I, uh -huh. am I stretching things a little bit? <laughs> hey, look, he's, he's caught on. Man. You've been stretching things for... <laughs> Quite a long time. So if it's easy, if it's enjoyable, if it's not painful for the people around you, that might be a good hobby. <laughs> I'm just just saying, you just know. Just a thought. Well, I want to go to church. So I know I the work. last one. Wait, okay, go wait. Ahead. You said church. It's spiritual. You can finish. Okay. Well, I mean, I <laughs> thought about making ice cream oh, no, and like concoctions. No. Because no. I don't want to work uh -huh. on Sundays, though. Um, we trusted you, Steve. 
We trust that's a you. novelty idea. Yeah. Oh, Therese, not you too. <laughs> If you're looking for fun, hope, and encouragement, you've come to the right place. This is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Two out of three Rise Up morning show people uh, like to grow their own things in their backyard. Oh, uh, yes. Produce oh, and the garden. So you've, things. like, never grown stuff, Steve? Like, you've never grown, like, a vegetable or nope. herbs? or No. No. Do you also like to, because I do enjoy this, I don't do it as much as I should, like one of those in the in the proper time of year, the produce stands along the side oh. of the road. Do you, since you grow your own stuff, do you still go to those produce stands or whatever and get sure. fresh things? And Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. That's, sometimes yeah, I, that's I super don't grow cool. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it happened recently, not in our country, but in another country where a lady went to her local produce stand and, and bought this whole big crate of strawberries. Hmm. And it was covered and everything like that. You know, ooh, fresh strawberries. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait to get them home. Mm -hmm. So she gets them home, opens them up, and there's a there's a little gecko inside. Hey, uh, right inside that thing. That's that was awful, (laughs) awful news. But she knew, right? She knew that if she could wait 15 minutes, (laughs) she was going to save 15 percent on her auto insurance. So it wasn't all a lost day after all. You're not late. You're right on time. And we're glad you're here. This is Rise Up on Family Life. Joining uh, some Lauren Daigle and maybe coffee and avocado toast. Um, you thought I was going to say something Why do you else? have to do that? But just say bagel. Okay. That, oh, that would have rhymed. Oh, <laughs> rise Up with Family Life. Oh. <laughs> Man, you challenge me in so many ways. Uh, You know, romance is in the air. You walk into a store, it's just pink and red and hearts everywhere. And you're probably thinking, what can I do? What can I do that's so romantic that's going to sweep them off their feet? Are you ready? Mm -hmm. This is it. This is the most romantic thing you can do, whether it's a boyfriend or a spouse Uh or whatever. I bet it's the bagel. It it has nothing to do with bagels. You don't even have to spend a dime. That's like the best part about this. The absolute most romantic thing you can do is see the good in the other person. Mm. So often we see people online, on TV, all over them just complain, 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 they this, they that, blah, 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 blah. Here's the thing. Even if you're not saying it to your significant other, they know by the way that you treat them, right? Mm-hmm. And so here's the thing. Just see the good. Like, yeah. give them the benefit yeah. of the doubt. Don't assume that they're going to mess up. You might actually start to believe that they are oh, yeah. good mm-hmm. instead of focusing on their flaws all the time. Isn't that romantic? That is really good. You could even write a poem like, okay, no matter mm-hmm. what's going on, I love you the most. I love you with coffee and a bagel. <laughs> Let's see the good in this. Therese, you think we can do it? <laughs> he challenges me every day. See the good. We're giving out smiles that you can wear all day. This is Rise Up on Family Life. Big question, because you know I've been trying to organize a lot. Actually, now that January's over, do we still have to do that? I'm wondering. Right. Like, okay. Stay off the hook. She, right. She's not organizing anymore, so I don't have to organize anymore. Do you remember Marie Kondo? Oh, yeah. Sparking joy and all that. Exactly. Sparking joy. She's the one that taught me how to fold my T-shirts in a way that they stand up in the drawer, which I still do, by the way. That was actually a good idea. But then Marie Kondo started having kids. 
Oh, that'll that'll. And do now it. she's like, yeah, I don't really do that stuff anymore. My house is a little bit messy, and I know shock, right? Wait, what? Like I had kids when she was making me feel bad about the things that were instructing. I didn't know that having kids was like the loophole for the not doing the Marie Kondo thing. So now she says it's more important to spend time with your kids mm-hmm. than to tidy things up, and you know she's a hundred percent right. So her house is not in order, but her priorities, they are. Reminding you that God is in charge today and every day. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. I think it's already working, just this pose I'm striking. It's helping. I'm being more confident, I think, because I'm I'm standing, I'm sitting like a superhero. Whatever you're doing, you, 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 do it confidently. You do your superhero Which, pose, whether you're in your Which car. What superhero is that? Well, see, I okay, so with the shoulders, <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty obviously Superman. Super Terry. Super but, uh, Okay. Apparently I need it. a little more. I'm confident. So it's all right. My superhero hips. pose made me confident today. Yeah, shoulders. you do your okay. superhero pose. You pose confidently. They say that's going to actually help you in your confidence as you go through your day. That's kind of cool. Something you can do as you're going throughout the day. Steve, did we know this? Uh, Steve has been doing a superhero pose every morning, unbeknownst <clears throat> to myself, unbeknownst <clears throat> to Therese, perhaps. Steve, you. this is what you've been doing, isn't <clears throat> it? The obscure mm. superhero banana man mm-hmm. who That's all me. he had to do was mm. eat a banana to activate his superpowers. Of course. That's the pose you've been striking every morning, isn't it? No wonder. No yeah. wonder you get through the day in such a super way. You're you're banana man. I am yeah. banana man. Yeah. Yeah, when they rank all the superheroes, people yeah. always say Banana Man is the most appealing. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Until he's coming, really it's like, Wee! I got that. Banana that Man one. doesn't laugh. <laughs> May the blessings of the Lord be with you in all that you do today. This is Rise Up on Family Life.